One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Gary gets here. Walks across the dead ball line. Now sprints back for Manly. Up he goes. Changes direction. This is rugby league, folks. Have a look at it. Links up with Cherry Evans. And still on for Manly. Away from Hess. Kicks in field. Look who's there. Tom. I'm happy with that. My goodness. Hello and welcome to the SC Playbook Podcast, proudly brought to you by Pat and George from Mortgage Choice, SCW, Tim Williams on deck there for NRL Supercoach, round 22, also with me to talk through it, he's 2019 NRL Supercoach champion, Desi Creek. Des, how are you mate? Good Timmy, good, um, coming off a 12.99 this week, which is, I felt like it was a pretty solid score, so up to 1600 overall, it's where I've been all season, really can't, can't get much momentum going, so... I've only got four trades left now, so it's really getting down to the business end. Desi, speaking to you off air, you've got, unsurprisingly, some pretty rogue trade ideas come into this episode and more ideas of who you don't want to get back into your team, which uh, excited me. So we'll get to that very shortly. Also with us, Quantum CEO, Bulldogs Director, Adam DeRussi. Ad, how are you, mate? Good, mate. Very well, thank you. Also on a bit of a charge. Uh, slight charge, yeah. I think I got 1264, so up to 8,000, so... Um Gradually coming back to something more respectable. Yeah. I've got you in my sights, man. You've got yeah. you, man. You're you, the target. You fell further behind last week because <laughs> the mighty Kuma Stallions, we're back, baby. 1,298 points, up to 6,100 overall. Shout out James Tedesco, the Messiah. Uh, absolutely rocking it at the moment. So a better week, not where we want to be, but going the right direction after that horrid two weeks ago, which was starting to get out of the back of my memory. On today's show, we'll look at the key takes from Team List Tuesday. Topic for the day, head-to-head finals draw. Uh, Super, super important. We touched on it last week, but we'll be looking at the clubs and the players with the hardest and softest draws across head-to-head finals, starting for the majority of leagues next week in round 23. Hot topics, Trell, Walsh, Teddy, which fullback do we go to for the run home? Seems to be the question each and every week, and one that we're not much closer to answering. Uh, We're going to drop a super pod play for the run home, a really low ownership player. If you're looking for a bit of a Hail Mary and overall, or your head-to-head, whatever it might be, I've got an absolute ripper in store that you won't see coming. Our round 22 trade and skipper plans wrapping up with a few listener questions. Guys, the SC Playbook Unlimited Group leader, still raging pole, Bobby. Shout out to Bobby because I ran into one of his mates at Henson Park down in Newtown on the weekend and he was giving him big raps. So third overall and uh, leading the charge for a $1,000 first prize in the SC Playbook Unlimited Group. Also, boys, it's taken a long time for me to get to it, but... The SC Playbook crew, we, we went back-to-back, number one ranked, 
averaging league the last two seasons, but we're not going the trifecta, put it that way. We, we haven't batted up this year, Ads. No, well, last time I checked, we were about 50th or something, weren't we? Mm. Yeah. Uh, into, into 40th this week. We had a good okay. week, so it was okay. a big swing. So if we can go up 10 leagues per week for the next five weeks, we'll get there, but... <laughs> Might be tough. Hey, look, we've gone back to back. I think if we could get top 20, it'd be mm. pretty big achievement, but we'll, uh, we'll see how we go. With the form the spies in, we're not making too many charges no. anytime soon. So, uh, leading the way though in the, the the leagues, I checked it out. So SSX, they're a ten man league, and they are the, the the league I should say to hunt down, averaging eleven hundred and eighty four points. So they're absolutely on fire. Uh, and as I said, at the moment, the ones to beat. Guys, yes, see Playbook subscription package. NRL package down to $20 for the rest of the NRL season. So if you've ever considered subscribing to SC Playbook, you want to see what it's all about, or you just want to support the site uh, in 2023, you can jump in and do that via the SC Playbook website. There's a sus- subscription tab in the menu. Uh, I touch on it every week, but a stack of different things to offer there. So go and check that one out if you're interested. Boys, let's get stuck into Team List Tuesday for round 22. First up at the Brizzy Broncos, Brendan Piakura returning. Uh, I think he had the flu last week, it might have been, but very playable this week against the Sydney Roosters up at the Gabba in Brisbane, that one is. At the Bunnies, Latrell Mitchell named. He was a late scratching last week, which is a bit of a blow. Uh, the bigger blow this week, though, Desi, still no Tyrone Munro, who 200k... The biggest part about Tyrone Munro, not only is he an opportunity to free up cash for super coaches, but in a game like the Tigers this week for the Bunnies and a really soft draw to come, very playable in 17s. I was going to play him this week if he was available over some super coach guns, essentially. Yeah, that's just that's super coach, isn't it? Everyone, everyone kind of bought into him. I think maybe like 20% of people bought him, kind of hoping that he'd keep playing because he looked very good, no doubt. Mm. So, he, yeah, he definitely looked like a 17 sort of player for the run home, but that's just the ebbs and flows of it. You've got to take it. If you bought him, you still made your money out of him. Yeah. He's just not going to make you money now, passively. That's it. It's, it's hardly not. And even like I, to sum up my season, I, I went a week early on him to free up cash for another trade after destroying me two weeks in a row with big scores. And then he hasn't played since. So <laughs> happy days. But as I said, it did free up that cash. And from what we've seen in his first few games in the NRL, like he's a best 17 player for him. He's a gun, that fella. Uh, so hopefully we see him back shortly at the Tigers. Luke Brooks and Charlie Staines back in for the Tigers at the Storm. Eliezer Katoa finally back from that facial sort of eye cut that he had earlier on in the season. It was a long time out, but he's back on deck. Matty Ryan has held him the entire time as a pod for the run home. So no one happier than him except for the fact that he's been named on the bench. At the Storm, though, boys, Nelson Osofa Solomona is out. Remus Smith gone. Tarek Sims gone. Justin Olam gone. Adds the impact here, Osofa Solomona in particular, I see, is on Harry Grant, who is quite reliant. I mean, like any hooker in the game, he's reliant on the go forward of your forward pack. And who does that for the Melbourne Storm? It's Nelson Osofa Solomona. So I suppose the question here around Harry Grant is, do you think it will affect him? And if you don't own him, coming off a poor score on the weekend... Do you rush to buy or not? Well, I don't own him, so it's a good question for me. Yeah, I don't own him. And I think at the moment I'm not going to prioritise him because I've I've got six trades left, so I reckon I'm going to use two of them to bring someone in, Mm. like someone decent, and I might have to free up some cash. And of all my priorities, I don't think Harry's going to make it. So I reckon Harry I'm going to have to death ride. I was stoked last week when he got his 33 because he he didn't damage me. 
And not only did he not damage you, but he helps you. Like it was a well, I, I had Blake Braley instead, so yeah, he posted right. about the same. So I ended up breaking even there. But did not want to run the ball, old B Braley, did he? Oh man, the two blokes I was I was death riding, Harry Grant and Taruva, and I was out there at Penrith Park watching it rain cries, <sighs> and I thought Taruva's going to kill me. <laughs> Because I couldn't play him. You can thank Tyrone Peachy got, for that. He's 20 on. So, so I was death riding well last week. So look, I, I don't have Harry. I, I don't think I'm going to move heaven and earth for him versus some other players like Luttrell or someone like that. So, yeah, and, and I remember last this early this year going to the uh, Bulldog Storm game. When Nelson was on the field, their, their go for was amazing. And once he went off, he was, it was a huge blow for him, I thought. I reckon he's crucial to that pack in terms of... I, I'm yeah. so intrigued to see the Storm this week yeah. because they are so reliant on the big fella. Like they're lacking middles as it is, and what he brings to them. Oh. But Bellamy's obviously put a rocket under him because he's made a few changes. I know some <coughs> of them are forced, but some of them aren't. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, I wouldn't want to be playing Melbourne this week. I think they're come out firing. But Desi, you also don't own Harry Grant. You've got four trades in the bank going into this round. <sighs> How do you sit on him? Is he a bloke you're trying to get back in or are you happy you're running what do you got, Cookie and Reese Robson there? What are you thinking? Yeah, I, th- I think I'm pretty content with Cookie and Robson. There's no real point trading out one of them. They're kind of, they're the tier down from Harry Ground. He's obviously the best, but, you know, we've seen, we've listed all these outs. So he, yeah, he might be kind of just back to that level of Cook and Robson knocking out 60s. I think they're all just going to kind of knock out 60. 60s on the way home, so it's, it probably isn't going to be the position that um, you're going to look to trade and bring in players of difference. I, I still think he's absolutely the top hooker for the run home and a bloke you want to be getting into your team. But as you said, when you're low on, on trades and if there are other guns you want to get back into the team, off the back of last week, off the back of especially the soft Solomona news, he doesn't become necessarily the must-have that he once was. If you've got trades up your sleeve, get him in. But if you don't, I'm thinking probably sub five, not necessarily needing to get him in. <clears throat> At the Parramatta Eels, Sean Lane is out. Andrew Davey takes his starting spot, sort of hoping Ryan Madison might take that, but he's still on the bench. Whether or not Maddo sees bigger minutes there, you would think so, but time will tell. Uh, wonderful news. Isaac Tungo out. <laughs> Why is that wonderful news? Because Tyrone Peachy starts again. <clears throat> he's the gift that keeps on giving the Peachy. He's in season. He's, he's in season, <laughs> the peach. Not only, like, the best thing about him has been that if there's been any tougher matchups or when he's played limited minutes, he played off the bench at one stage and played a handful of minutes, that's brought down his average. But in terms of actually playing him for the Kuma Stallions, he's averaging, I reckon, 70 plus for me. So the downside to last weekend was that I had, and this is why you need to be so flexible with trade plans, was that I had this plan to get in Payne Hass and Latrell Mitchell this week, but it was relying on, you know, Latrell's price drop uh, and a few other things. When Peachy came in, he had a massive break even. So he dropped about 50K, 40 to 50K. Latrell didn't drop his 50K, so it could cost me Payne Hass this week. But we'll get to that shortly. Regardless, uh, Tyrone Peachy does come in on the left edge this week. My one concern there, and for any Taruva owners out there as well, Penrith will be going at adds the right, sorry, the left edge of the Sharks, which is probably the worst defensive edge in the competition at the moment. It's an absolute shambles. So that bodes extremely well for Nathan Cleary, Brian Toto, Stephen Crichton. Yeah, and they looked pretty good last week, that right side as well. So, yeah, look, I, I think I have to play Taruva this week. It's just as my, t- my team turns out, because I've got uh, Chance and he's not playing, obviously. So I think I have to play Taruva. I was hoping I'd be playing Tyro Munro, but he's, he's not playing. So 
So I'll be hoping they go yeah. left and the, the peach either gets the cut PJ out or, or, or fumbles a ball to Taruva <laughs> or something. Because Taruva last week, he, he barely touched the ball. It was like t- Tungo's also got glue hands, but not on Peach's level. Like Tungo will occasionally get one away to Taruva. <laughs> like if Taruva's on the right edge, it's funny, isn't it? Like even Critter doesn't love passing at the best of times. He's got pretty glue hands as well. So, like, imagine one of these boats on the edge for the, the bunnies. They'd, be, they'd have 15, 20 tries. Anyway, yeah. anyway. Wade Graham on the edge for the Sharks. I also don't love this Fernando Mulitalo. I just don't think that suits their entire... It would be, be fine for the side. Defensively, it looks like it should be a good move, but... He's kind of a – I like a Teague Wilton there running those hard lines, Talico running those hard lines, and the space opens up out wide when defenders bite. That doesn't tend to happen with Wade Graham. Where do you sit on Mulitalo? Desi, you brought him in a while ago. Brought him in two, two rounds ago <laughs> against the Tigers. Right to the guy, eh? nice, nice juicy match-off. Um, yeah, and copped about two 20s in a row. So I'm not – not happy with Ronnie at the moment, to say the least. He looked on track <laughs> for another 20 on the weekend before a couple of late trial, oh, one geez, late trial, was it? Louise, yeah. I mean, it was crazy because when I bought him, I kind of looked at his scores for the whole season. 15 weeks in a row, he'd scored above 50. So yep. I was like, he's he's pretty much the, you know, he's the cornerstone of consistency this season. Ronnie, bring him in and he serves us that. So I The only good thing is you're not alone. I think a lot of us are in that boat. Like a lot so of many us people brought him in. Ronnie... Ronaldo, but uh, I think we all got to get behind him, don't we? I'm forced yeah. to start him. You, Leading to last are. week, he was like 80% plus ownership or something, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I'm, I haven't got the data yet for this week, yeah. but um, go, Ronnie. Good I will score. be sitting Somehow score him. I sat him last week, he went all right. I'll be sitting him this week again, Ronnie. Mm-hmm. Save him for the better matchups. Seaford Talakai named on the bench. He uh, was late scratching last week. Again, provided he does play off the bench, uh, he'll be a seller this week, unless he would have come in and maybe start on the edge. In place of Wade, Graham adds at the doggies. Holy heckers. Mm. Mate, who isn't backing that team? Sexton, Fox, Kikau, Preston, every man and their dog. Burns, I think you just put etc. Burns. Yeah, no, it's good. It's, uh, it's funny. Obviously, last week was a tough day. Like, it was always going to be a tough day. I had fears of what the score could be against the Panthers. And I think, I think you said it on your podcast on Monday. From 28-0 down, I thought the team fought really hard. And you could see the effort. It wasn't just... Penrith clocking off. I thought the, play, the team played really well and just tried their guts out. Mm. So I actually feel like that last 50 minutes gives us some momentum for this week. And then to bring back that sort of cattle, like you're talking world-class players in Kikau and Fox in particular, and even Preston, like he's been our, probably our best player this year. So, yeah, yeah no, it's, it's exciting. It's a big trip up to Bundy. I'm going up on Friday. <laughs> preparing for a big weekend. You haven't missed much this season, have you? <laughs> no, no, I go to pretty much all their games. So... Uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Can't wait to see Kikau in particular. Yeah, they were. He's a big man. I as a like I owned in that game, Peachy Toto, who both had I think first half doubles, and Nathan Cleary skipper who was going well enough. I just thought, here we go, the Stallions are back. And then what I didn't account for was the dog showing a bit of ticko. Yeah, no, I thought that was tremendous that last sort of 45, 50 minutes of that game. Tried so, it very hard, man. Yeah, uh, and the big news at the doggies. Forget Kikau, Sexton, Fox, Preston. No Frank the Tank. Pele's not in. Why is that significant? Because I'm running a front row short this week and I've got a chance at a free VC loop and Pelé was going to kill that. So I'm very happy to see Frank sitting out one more week. Valence Tafade at centre for the Dolphins. An interesting one, boys, at the Cowboys. Jeremiah Nanai is out for four to six weeks. Still no Helam Lukey, who might be another week or two away and may play sort of reduced minutes coming back. Fini Fuaki 
Uh, hopefully I pronounced that okay. But uh, starting on the edge for the Cowboys has just looked an absolute wrecking ball in his game time this season. Playing off the bench, he's 277k, only available at 2RF. If he was dual to our front row forward, that would be a game changer. But, Desi, what do you reckon in terms of a downgrade off an a- option? Ads, I know you mentioned before you, you might be needing to free up some cash somewhere. Cowboys have a decent run. They are firing. That's a gold mine. that position of uh, Jeremiah and I. What do you reckon? Well, yeah, if he gets the minutes, he, he looks a goer, that's for sure. I mean, you can enough for, what, 70k cheaper? You save yourself 70k mm. if you buy enough. Is it, is it worth nothing? Or is it, is it worth paying 70, 70k more for this dude? He just looks like an absolute machine. He looks mm. like a weapon. Um, but, yeah, are you, are you really, do you really have space for him in your final 17? That's the question you've got to ask yeah, yourself. You sort of, look, he's got a 35 break even, so maybe you can oh, – the Titans matchup looks good, though. Like, it's a gamble. It's a gamble that sides may be tempted to do. I think teams looking to free up cash that are both low on trades and they're not entirely happy with their depth could look to get him in because he probably becomes a playable option if it comes to it. If you've got depth and, you know, you've got... If you've got depth in your side, you're probably not going to find a spot in 17 for him. So you probably just get the extra 77K. But if you need a player and cash, what do you reckon, Ads? Oh, you just want to know how many minutes he plays. Yeah. Like if he played 80 minutes, I know he can't keep up his PPM rate, but the guy is he's a fabulous looking footballer. Like if, it, if he knew he was going to play 80, he's actually, he, could, he could end up being one of those guys that's just a wrecking ball and just an awesome player. So, yeah, I, I, the issue for me is that I don't really have a second rower that I want to downgrade. Mm. Like I'm pretty happy with my second rower. Preston? No, I sold Preston the okay. other week to, for feeder. Who subsequently got outscored by Preston. But then, <laughs> yeah. but then Preston had the flu last week and um, I might have known that before the game so I could see some other teams yeah, copying copy that one. Um, so, yeah, no, you're, just, I, yeah, you're just watching on twiddling your fingers. <laughs> well, I would have preferred him playing. Yeah. Fair, but, um, yeah, true. Yeah, no, I, so I, I reckon if you, if you can afford the 70K, I'd, I'd rather have him than enough myself. I think he could be anything. I agree. I agree. You know, I said I grew because when you said could be anything, I was thinking of the guru. <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree. I if you if the seventy seven is going to be pivotal to another trade for you, I'd firm that enough for sure. Boys, let's get stuck into a few head to head finals fixtures. So I've mentioned before, but it'll depend on your league settings as to when your head to head finals are. But I, I think for the majority of us out there, your league settings will be that your finals start next week, round 23, with the grand final in round 26. So Maxi Bryden, the great man himself, has provided a, essentially a strength of schedule for, their, for the finals from rounds 23 to 26, which we'll, we'll run through a little bit here. There will be an article coming be this week or next week at some stage to have a look at. Uh, but we'll run through them and we'll start with the, the sides with the good draws from round 23 to 26. And boys, uh, the standout there is the New Zealand Warriors who are on the bye this week and they return for finals against the Titans, the Tigers, the Seagulls and the Dragons. Three of those games are at home. Desi, Charles Nicholl Cookstad, people have Sean Johnson, especially after, we'll get to Nico Hines shortly, but Nico Hines who was on 15-odd with about 60 to go and then just turned on the afterburn for a few late tries just to save his score. Hone in on Warriors players, I think. After this week, obviously, being on the bye? I think so. I think so. 
I think a lot of people already have, uh, you know, Chance and SJ, Fenua Blake at the top of the rankings. So, I don't know. Maybe if you're trying to make up ground, it could be maybe a play to not bring them in. But with that draw, it's going to be very difficult to sort of pass up guys guys like SJ and uh, Nickel Klockstad who have those 150s mm. in them. And SJ's the third most traded out player this week. So it gives food to thought. Like I said, coming off of Nico and the Sharkies having a relative we get to the Sharks shortly. They've got a tough draw the next two weeks, being Penrith, out in Penrith, and then the Bunnies over in Perth. But, yeah, I know we spoke about the last few weeks, but you'd be tempted to hold SJ, wouldn't you? I think if you... Well, I'm assuming people training at SJ, they're trying to bring in Cleary, but yeah. Mm. And you're saying keep run with SJ and, well, and Cleary Well, it's what the spy did last yeah, week. Yeah. So he did do it? The spot, I believe, he yeah, he usually did. usually follow through on his, he did on his big he, he did it because the poor bugger, <laughs> I was messaging him during that game. And, like, he, a bunch of things happened. Last, he's, he's not a whinger, the spy. He's the most glass-half full bloke I've ever met in my entire life. But far out, the poor bugger's had some things go against him this season. And there was a couple more that happened last weekend as well. And he goes, being the glass-half full bloke that he is, he was saying, you know what, luck's got to turn, luck's got to turn. It has to happen eventually. Law of averages. And then when Nico, who like a stack of people had captained last week, was about 30 or 40%, was on about, yeah, it was about 15, 20 with about 20 to go. He goes, I don't want to jinx it, but it's happening. And then Nico went, try us, he's try us, he's finished <laughs> on like 80. Yeah. I just went, oh, poor bugger. He jinxed it for everyone. It's he madness. Did. I yeah. think it's madness training our hides in the first place. Like He does that. That's the thing. He's just, he, he scores 80 even when they... Yeah. He, he can, he can just well. pull it out anytime against anyone, in my opinion, as well. Like, yeah. we know the Sharks aren't good against bottom eight teams, but Heinz can still score 100 against the top teams, just like that. Yeah. And we're, we're talking here quite spe- we're specifically about head-to-head finals. So we're kind of going away from the overall picture at the moment. Head-to-head picture, the Sharkies' finals draw is pretty – it's all right. They go the Bunnies, then they go the Titans – Cowboys, which will be a very tough one. Then the Knights, who who knows what the Knights will be throwing up in round 26. If they keep up what they're doing, mm. tough. If they're not, and they revert to what they had been doing. Uh, so not a bad finals draw, but anyway. Uh, the Dolphins also a great draw adds. Newcastle, Sydney Roosters, West Tigers, North Queensland Cowboys, which is grand final week. It brings into guys like contention, Hamisa Tabiafito, Jermaine Asako is probably the main one there if you're looking for a pod for the run home. But what do you reckon? Well, I, I have to keep death riding Osako. Like, yeah. I've been off him since round two when everyone wanted to get on, and it hurt me for a period. But he's coming back to the field a bit, isn't he? Like, he's not... He's almost at the price that I want to buy him now. He's uh, cheap. Under 600k. Thing, yeah. yeah, he's only cheap for a reason. And the, the dogs, we're going to... We'll keep him quiet this week. <laughs> clearly. Uh, hey, you kept to, to roof to 22, so... <laughs> we did. We did. And we kept Cleary pretty quiet, really, in mm. the scheme of things. So, I mean, look, I can, if you had Osako this week, you'd be pretty happy. But I... I don't know. I just don't know if I'd be confident bringing a Dolphins player for the upside. Like, they've had a great season. Do I really think they're a side that I want upside on? Probably not. I'm with you, mate. I'm Whereas yeah. SJ for the Warriors. Like, the Warriors are on fire. Or, I can understand yeah. that play more. Or you look at, like, a Campbell Graham for the Bunnies with yeah. their draw and Alex yeah. Johnston. I, I'm with you, mate. Uh, the other thing to note there, Valence Tafade back at centre, also a noted ball runner, probably doesn't help him. So, Have you seen him pass this year? I don't know, has he passed? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think he's passed. Nor should he. Just run. <laughs> no, just knock him over. Uh, and then the last one to touch, oh, not last one to touch on, but to go into the Newcastle Knights. And this makes me crook to my stomach as a non Marju and KP owner, but <sighs> Dolphins, Bulldogs, 
Bunnies and then Sharkies. They've got three of those games at home and the Dolphins are in Perth. Desi, that's a good draw for KP. Ooh. It is, it is. I, I made a crazy play um, two weeks ago. I sold Mizu for Ponga. I don't know. I was a bit, I was a bit drunk on a you know, <laughs> Thursday or Friday night. I was like, I, I need Ponga. Who's going to make way? I was looking through my team. I was like, I can't sell Val. I can't sell a few of my other center wings. It has to be Mizu to make way. And I didn't, oh. I didn't look at this draw, which is insane. It having, worked out okay. Having Dolphins and Bulldogs back-to-back is like... Yeah, you probably want Mazu. You probably yeah. want him for oh, those matchups. I'm so tempted to get him in. But anyway, we'll see. Um, you wouldn't want to not own Ponga, would you, Desi? No. Imagine not, oh. owning, imagine not owning Ponga. Couldn't do it. This couldn't joke got it. old last week, Ads. <laughs> couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's going yeah. to be. The funny thing about it is, like, the, the player that I, I know you could get him at 5'8, obviously, but I kind of like had Munster. I'd Munster, who got like 98 last weekend, and Cody Walker, who I'm more than happy to have for the run home. The, the player that I kind of had over KP was James Tedesco, who's got a six-round average of about 110. Yeah, no, so well. you do need yeah. to sort of compare a few of these things, but yeah. I'm only stirring him, man. I'm, yeah, tough to do. <laughs> I'm just trying to sugarcoat how terrified I am. Uh, Sydney Roosters, really nice draw. The Melbourne Storm have a good round 24-25, sorry, 25-26 t- against the Dragons and Titans. They do have Penrith in round 23, though, away. So that's a tough one for first week of finals. So check that one out. The Bunnies, <coughs> Sharkies in week one. Then they go the Dragons and the Knights into the bye in grand final week. So a decent draw there, but grand final, that's where it becomes troublesome with them. Boys, on to the sides with the bad draws. And the Gold Coast Titans. Go the Warriors, Sharks, Panthers, Melbourne. That's the hardest draw, according to Maxie Bryden. Do note, if you do have your finals, grand final round 27, they have the Doggies, so much better there. Uh, and they'd brush that key with their Warriors game. But a tough draw for the Titans. I think the one there, fellas, is Dave Fafita. We saw on the weekend that he played 61 minutes because the Roosters were pumping them and he didn't need... They said, mate, we don't need playing for the rest of this when the game was beyond doubt. The Cowboys this week, another tough game for them. Games there where... Look, we, we don't know what the Titans are going to throw out week in, week out, but it could happen again. Desi, you don't have Fafita back in yet. Is there an antipod opportunity there? What do you think? Yeah, you know what? I've, I've been tossing it up. It's been it's been like really eating away at me, but I just don't think you can do it. I think he's just way too dangerous this season. You need to get Fafita. I can't believe I haven't even brought him back the last two rounds, frankly. Um, got away with it, though. Yeah, I have got away with it, and I'm tempted to not bring him back in this week as well. Um, but yeah, he, he's just so he's so bloody dangerous. He's got the arms free um, inside the attacking 20s. It's pretty much like almost a guaranteed try or try assist when he gets the ball now, so... He's, ev- he's even just, getting those, like, running that, that kick out at Penrith sweeping line where he's yeah. getting tries, he's just sweeping and tipping on. Mm. Uh, what do you think, Ads? Well, I brought him in, and since I brought him in, he hasn't done anything, so <laughs> I've, I've been his curse. I, I actually think if I was in your shoes, Des, I would death ride him with that draw. Yeah, I, I just I think, think so that too. the draw is... That, like, the Cowboys' defence is his, like, solid. His, his stats, Panthers though, defense he's, is solid. he's turned up on, like... All these top eight teams. Has That's he? the thing. Well, he's he turned up yeah. on half these teams. But now I'm on his back. You probably busted him. It would be a brave call, though, because the guy has been the best second rower by a long way. Yeah. It's, it's almost the year. best season we've ever seen from a second Yeah, he's row. been amazing. Hey, look, he's a buy, but if you are trying to make up ground, there's an option there. Uh, and I always get questions about what's an antipod 
Look, an antipod, it's a pretty ridiculous term, to be honest. I think Desi might have coined it a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's don't doing. Don't blame me for this. I don't know what he's doing that day. I think we used to think he was a genius. Then you look more into it. I'm like, I don't think antipod's actually a thing. It's just like, you're just a pod. Because you're, you're just going against the grain of what other people are doing. So, anyway, I think that makes AJ Brimson a sell. The St. George Dragons have a brutal draw. Steer clear of them. Not as if you'd be going towards them anyway. Shout out to Zach Lomax, who has back-to-back tons. But with that draw and the Dragons, you couldn't be doing it. The Manly Seagulls, head-to-head specific. This is, of course, Sydney Roosters, Penrith Panthers, New Zealand Warriors, then Bulldogs in the grand final week, round 26, if you get that far. Uh, but Adzi, that's a tough draw for Manly. And Ruben Garrick is the one that sort of springs to mind there. There's still plenty of value about him. Overall, his draw is a lot better because he does have, as uh, I said, the, who was it? the Bulldogs in round 26, but like Tigers round 27, and the Dragons this week. So the draw's okay. But mm. head-to-head finals, tough. Yeah, but last, last week when we looked at this, he was like 90% plus owned. Mm. So is it, I don't think it's going to cost you if you play him and he gets 50 and everyone else True. gets. Like, you're probably offset. And I reckon it'd be a huge move to waste one of your trades, even if you're a head-to-head player. On getting on Garrick, Garrick out. Like, there's some other trade you're going to want to make rather than that. So I, I, I couldn't advocate trading Garrick out mm. because maybe you think he won't score so well against Penrith, but I, when every other team's probably got him against you. Definite overall hold, head-to-head specific players for finals, worth a look. But I'm with you. You'd want to have two trades, trades, yeah. two trades a week up your sleeve for every week be, yeah, you to be able to do it. Right. Which, you, which you might have if you had, Dan. It's certainly a luxury trade. And mm. averaging mid-60s since he's moved to fullback, so... Pretty good. Uh, the Brizzy Broncos, they have also a difficult draw. Round 23 onwards. 23. Cowboys, Eels, by in round 25. That's brutal. Prelim final time if you own a couple of Broncos. And then the Canberra Raiders. Uh, even overall, boys, then it's the Melbourne Storm in round 26. The Storm, who are likely to be playing for either top four or top eight. Really difficult draw. Reese Walsh is the one that I think this hurts. Now... Walsh, like he was blistering on the weekend. He has been all season. 111, I think it was, against the Bunnies. Very affordable. It's about 660k. Desi, pod for the run home, or does that draw scare you off too much? Well, he's certainly a pod. Um, yeah, it is a scary draw, though. But the Broncos have been playing well. You know, They've been playing well all season. I think he's just going to continually score well. Um mm. Whether he's in the top two fullbacks for the run home, top two spots is, you know, it's anyone's anyone's guess. So, but he almost looks matchup proof. I reckon, like yeah. even in Origin, he looked amazing. And the, and a couple of games when he didn't score so well, I had him during that period. He could have scored anything in those games. Like he, I think he got a twenty odd one night, and he was so close to getting a hundred. It was that weird, game. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, like he was. It wasn't like he was quiet and he said, "Oh, what's he doing?" It was just so unlucky. So. I yeah. reckon it could be a good pod, but do yeah. you, you know. is he going to outscore like a drink water, Gotho? Well, drink, they're a lot more expensive. Drink water's about five hundred k more. Yeah. Look, yeah. I'm I'm going Walsh over Drinky every day of the week in terms of the because of the cash value. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, even Latrell's about one hundred and fifty k more. Yeah, it's so hard to know what Latrell's going to what condition he's going to come back in. I know, but they do play the Tigers. So. We'll get to him shortly. Uh, mm. He has. This season, averaged 67 against current top eight sides. One of those was the Cowboys in round two when they were terrible, and he scored 105. So if you withdraw, that might be unfair, but 
61 points per game. So, like, he hasn't set the world light against gun teams, but mm. as you said, he's also grown an arm and leg every game he's played this season. So, mm. we might not be looking at the same Reese Walsh there. Uh, boys, moving. Oh, the lucky last, Parramatta Eels. Dragons in round 23 into the Broncos, Roosters, and then Panthers away grand final week. Uh, do note if your grand final is round 27, they have the buy, so steer clear of them. And regardless, it's a very difficult draw. So for head to head finals, probably not uh, keen to be on around the Eels. Guys, as you know, Patty and George from Mortgage Choice SCW can help you with a number of things from wedding finance to debt consolidation, but one of their biggest services is education, especially when it comes to first home buyers looking to get into the market. The boys will let me know that with the new financial year coming into play, that the government has released a heap of new incentives to make it so much easier for first home buyers to actually buy their first place. If you want to know more about these and how much you can borrow in general, go and speak to them. Usually it'd sting you $129, but if you mention SC Playbook, it's a free consult. Speaking of education, the boys' new podcast, That'll Teacher, is now officially up and running. The first episode, episode I should say, on top tax tips is a cracker. Definitely one that I've learned a bit from. Had to listen to it the other day. Uh, got a stack from it. So go and give them a listen. Look them up on Apple and Spotify at That'll Teacher. Uh, guys, to get in contact, flip them a message on Instagram at Pat and George underscore SCW or call them on 02 1611. All that info plus their emails and more are in our articles at scplaybook.com.au. Boys, most traded in players. Hot topics, I should say. Starting with most traded in players. Nathan Cleary, we saw him come back against the Doggies last week. 80 points, realistically. Disappointing on what we were probably expect, expecting. I skipped him there. Uh Desi, has anything changed you in one week that suggests he's not a must-have? I can't see why. I mean, I, I kind of expected this from him on return. You know, he'd just get through the game. Um, he looked solid, cranked out 80 points. We know that's what Cleary does. He's, he didn't he's run done, the ball a lot. No, he didn't, but... Um, yeah, exactly right. So, I mean, go go without him at your own, you know, at your own peril. Realistically, ads. If you're running a, an SJ Nico combination, could you stick with it potentially? Oh yeah, you, you'd be nervous watching every Panthers yeah. game. I just think the Panthers are going to keep winning, and even though they only put only put 44 on the Bulldogs, we've seen him put 40 odd on the Roosters. I've seen him like they've destroyed good teams all year. He's going to get attacking stats. I, I just think you got to have him. They've got four of their last six games at home. There's some tough opposition there, but when you're playing Penrith at home, it doesn't really matter. As you said, the two games they've got away, I believe, are the Titans and the Seagulls. So yeah. it's like he gets the tougher games in Penrith. I'd be getting him in. Uh, Latrell Mitchell, second most traded in. There's got to be some concern that after being out for 10-plus weeks, a big game against the Broncos, Desi, that he got ruled out. How do you feel about bringing Latrell Mitchell this week? Yes or no? I can't do it. Um, he's probably yeah. He's he's probably second or third of my trade my want to trade in list this week. Um, but yeah, you want to see how he how he goes on return. Um, yeah, he he even like when I did have him, I had him earlier in the season. He was only taking you know eight eight nine runs a game. So I, I can't see it really being much more than that. But it is the Tigers, so he might not even need to run to score 150 points. So that's that's the toss-up, but not for me. Ads, the Bunnies have a dream draw on the run home, including that round 26 bye to note. Uh, what do you think? Well, I can't imagine they would play him this week unless they felt like he was good to go. 
That's the first thing. Like, what, why yeah, would you? Why would you do? Why it? would you sit him out last week and then bring him back to the against the Tigers? No disrespect to the Tigers, but <laughs> so you got to assume if he's playing that he's good to go. You're not going to risk a Ferrari in this game, mm. and. I just think back to when Ponga the other week, and again, I'm not just trying to rub it in, but <laughs> but when, you, when the West Tigers match up and you thought, geez, Ponga could do anything to him, that's, this week that is Luttrell. Yeah. So that's the scary thing for me. I, on one hand, I, I want to do what you're saying, Desi, which is he's been out a long time, maybe it'll take a little while. On the other hand, he's a goal-kicking, attacking fullback against uh, the Tigers this week. He's probably a VC or C Will he have the kicking? That's I another, another question you've got to ask. Yeah. In a near full strength Bunnies team, I think they're missing uh, Totola. That, that might be it in the side. Yeah. The biggest thing for the Bunnies on the run home, Latrell included, is that they're sitting ninth now. Like it's not like they're cruising in second or third and can sort of coast to wins and that. Their, their for and against is only okay. Their draw on the run home is so good that I've actually still got them to sneak into the four. Yeah. I think they can win every game on the run home, but they're going to have to win them well. So I don't think it'll be a case of shutting up shop if they get out to an early lead. I think they need to put scores on. I think I'm going to pull the trigger. Uh, we'll get to trade shortly, but... Like, I'm sitting in 6K overall. I'm kind of like, you know what, this could be my ticket to a 180 as yeah. a VC with a free shot at it. Why not? Yeah, and I've got Guffo. And I reckon when you look... And he's been amazing. I mean, he's averaged, what, 110-plus in the last five mm. weeks. But when I look at his draw, I think maybe now's the time to turn Gutho into Latrell, free up cash, yeah, and and ride the Latrell wave with you. So, I like yeah. it. Yeah, oh, you did mention Desi there. The goal kicking will be key to it. So, I mean, like if if he's out, sorry, he's replacing Blake Taff, who has been kicking goals. So he nearly has to kick goals. Like, Maddie Lockyelius, Lockyelius, if if Trell didn't kick. I think Damien Cook will kick. Really? Yeah. Desi's eyes just lit up. <laughs> Cookie. If Trell if Tre- doesn't kick. Jack and he will? Yeah. Oh, calf. Ooh. Ooh. He'll, kick. He'll be fine. I th- you'd say, you'd think so. You'd yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the fact that they don't have a noted goal kicker there, it's got to help. Uh, Reese Walsh, we spoke about him. Number nine, James Tedesco, the other pod fullback. And look, more than happy for him to remain that way. He has a – where are these numbers that I did this afternoon? He has a six-game average of – I'll find it shortly – 93 points. And that was including – he had one stinker against the Rays of 20 or 30 points. What do you reckon, Ads? On the radar or would you – what are your thoughts? Uh, probably have to have a look at his draw, I guess. But he, I mean, I've always been a Teddy owner. Like over the years, I've just he's mm. almost been my top priority every year. Yeah. That I've thought if you don't have Teddy, you can't win Super Coach. This year has changed that rule at the start of the season. He actually was a liability yeah. for us having him. But if he's if he's in form, looks like his draw: Broncos, Manly, Dolphins, Para, West South. And it's got some good games and bad games in there. Like, yeah, I, th- I think he's a valid option. I probably. I'd probably go Teddy over Walsh with those draws. Yeah. Uh, especially because Walsh has got a buy and Teddy doesn't. So, yeah, I think he's a very viable option. If you can't afford Latrell or you want to go a different option to Latrell, well, then Teddy's the, Teddy's yeah. the go. So, obviously taking, you know, prices into to consideration, we, we've spoken about now Latrell Mitchell, Reese Walsh, James Tedesco. Is Latrell your priority there? Is he, is he uh, at, the like? mo- at the moment, how much is Teddy? What's he costing? Teddy's 700k. So it's an extra 113k 
I'll have to have a look and see exactly what trades I want to make. But yeah, I think I'd start with start with Latrell. Desi, how would you order those? Seats? You're you know, in this exact position, aren't you? Yeah, last year I remember we had this exact same conversation yeah. on the way home, and it was like whether Tedesco or Latrell is going to outscore the other for the last, I think it was six, seven weeks. Yeah, we had a bet going on. In fact, that decision cost me top one hundred. Yeah, <laughs> I brought in Latrell, so I might have to. Um, bring in Teddy this time. I reckon. I reckon he's looking good. <laughs> Just to be different. <laughs> yeah, no, he is looking good though, Teddy. I mean, I had him for. I brought him in for four or five rounds when he got in a couple of a couple of tons midway through the season. So, you know, I've I've picked his timing pretty well, Teddy, this this season. So maybe the next month is to is the month to bring him back in. Yeah. Yeah, that decision cost me about 600 points in about three months' worth of sleep. So still a bit of PTSD lingering around as well. Holy Jesus. Um, boys, number five, Cameron Murray. Um, the notes here, I've just got jotted down, told you so. <laughs> He's the man. <laughs> I, loved, I loved Murray as a trade last week. He just couldn't, yeah. couldn't fit with what I wanted to do. But 76 points in 76 minutes, 58 yeah. in base. His only attacking start was a line break assist. So cheap. He's still so cheap. For, I mean, 480k last week. Was, <sighs> you should have been wearing a balaclava bringing him in. <laughs> that one. But um, yeah, what is he? 5:30 now. He's. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm. Well, ideally, I'd find a way to bring in Murray and still get Latrell. But it could be that if I can bring in Murray and. Yeah, I mean, he's a downgrade. He's someone downgrading to Latrell. It's going to work out. Isn't I, it? I went Hopgood to him last week for 240k, and he outscored him by about 15. Wow. So I'm very again things yeah. can turn very quickly, but very happy with that one. Like Desi, it'd be hard to knock the buy, isn't it? Like even I spoke with Guru about it on Wednesday, and Guru was critical because of the draw they had, and sort of saying, you know, does he get early showers if they get some leads? The way he's ball playing and the amount of touches he's getting, I think he has attacking stats before he goes off if he if he gets an early shower. Yeah, you'd say so. Even uh, if there's a 40 in there for that reason, I think there'll be a 90 or 100 to sort of balance it out. Yeah, yeah. I'd say you, you're going to get, looking at that draw, you, you'll get at least one ton on the way home from Murray, maybe two. Mm. I was thinking any time we're talking about early showers, it probably means that they're well up, which means he might have scored a try. Like it's, exactly. Like it's not a – He will score probably tries. got plenty of super coach points. And, yeah. And that's when you'd want him. So he's not like a pain – He's not like showers. a pain house or someone where you worry about early showers because he's not a noted try scorer or try yeah. sister. Cameron Murray does. Yeah. And when they're busting him open through the middle, his footwork at the line off Cookie, he gets attacking stats. He'd have to be the best value guy at the moment sitting in super yeah. coach. 530k for him. Great buy, but... Just in case of how your team's set up, whether you can yeah. get him in and do what you want to do. By all means, though, stay away from him. Boys, it's Nuff season. Dan <laughs> uh, Nuff, for anyone out there, basically players you can bring in who have dual position, you can swing around, they free up a stack of cash for you. Uh, now, all these are different in their own ways, but Dan Russell starting on the edge for the Dragons. 200k, he's dual to our FCT dub, eighth most traded in. Miles Martin... The, Miles Martin at the Newcastle Knights. Dual front row forward, 2RF. I love seeing all these come into the most traded this week. Jesse Colquhoun, he's suspended this week, so be a little cautious there, but dual 2RF front row forward, 15th most traded in. Uh, I think we spoke about him last week, Ads, and just looks like an A nightmare, limited minutes off a bench. And Jack Howarth, who yeah. somehow we haven't seen <laughs> in the top grade yet. Dual 2RF, CT Dub, I believe he's bottom dollar as well. It is what it is, boys. If you want enough and, and whatever suits your team, they're all viable options, aren't they? Des? Yeah, I brought in Howarth last week. 
happy with this stint so far in the team. Yeah, I've got Howarth and, well. and Martin. You know what? You've got them both. I've got them both. Yeah, I've got two nuffs, which is not, <laughs> oh. not enough, but I need to catch. I don't have the depth of you, man. I'm running with a mm. more like a bulldog squad, just <laughs> running on fumes. But uh, if Martin or Howarth got a run in round, round 25, 26, wouldn't that piss off a lot of super coaches? You're getting needled up to make your change <laughs> each week. <laughs> I am. I know. Yeah, look, as I said, every side's different. If you need a player, you go with Dan Russell or potentially Colquhoun. If you don't need players and you just want the cash purely and you don't want to come near it, Miles Martin, Jack Howarth. I think the Miles Martin's probably a good one for that front row forward to RF. Yeah. Very, very valuable. He's probably the pick of him, so depending how your side's set up. Uh, most traded out, boys. Toru Harris, 589k on the bye for the Warriors. Few disappointing weeks in a row, Desi. People obviously needing a front rower this week are uh, looking to go, I assume, to, to Payne Haas. Has Tohu done his job or do you just hold him for the season, save a trade? It's, it's, I think I find it strange that he's number one traded our player. Like he's, He hasn't been that bad, right? He's, I believe he was crook going into a game a week or two ago and yeah. had limited minutes there. And then the other game, he limped off with an injury but came back for a couple of minutes. So I think they may have managed him a little bit. Yeah, he has been carrying injuries around. He has been for years. <laughs> He's just like that's what you expect when you buy Tohu Harris that he's going to be limping around with bandage bandage knees straps everywhere. It's like you just know you're getting that when you buy Tohu Harris. So um, yeah, but 600k, I guess you can you can trade him in. His upside's kind of capped at 90ish when he gets a one try assist. He's never going to ton up on you. So I will say, Ads, that the the position I'm in and many out there will be, particularly people who own Tino for Malawi, Adam for like Tohu Harris will be lighter front row. If you only light one, it does give you a free crack at a VC loop. Again, every team's different. If you've got a plotter sitting there who could score 15 for you, I'm in a position where I've got three or four players there not playing for me this week. They're all noted guns, so I'm like, I'm confident they can get reasonable scores as an AE gives me a free crack if I decide to go a front rower short at like Cody Walker or Latrell yeah. Mitchell, which I quite like. The issue is that Payne Hush is the one we're moving to. So Payne Hush plays in game one. So if you do go Latrell or Cody is the VC, who's the obvious one, you, well, you can't move to Hass after it. So mm. Yeah, I mean, I I'm, I'm assume people are selling Harris because otherwise they're short at yeah. front row. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it just depends on your side. I mean, you don't, you don't, you're not running with a Moalia or a Sunny Luke. It's a, a bunch well, of teams are. My, my biggest concern this week is Ronaldo Ronnie? and Tyler. Yeah. yeah, it's funny how suddenly we're all gun shy and <laughs> Ronnie's going to pull another nine, <laughs> no. isn't it? Nah, I've bit, got uh, high hopes. High hopes yeah. for a Ronnie Hattrick. Oh. Oh. I think in your situation, <laughs> hey, Sharks won't score three tries. That like Ronnie. <laughs> in your situation, I'd save the trade and yeah. and, ha- and then have a crack at the loop. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, cop Ronnie. Cop Ronnie seven. Um, on, spoke about Nico Hines. Spoke about Sean Johnson. Ten over saw Malawi. Fourth most traded out. The same situation as Torhu. I don't know. Like if you're him through last week, he's only got two more weeks to go. He comes back as a pod. I'd be tempted to hold him now. Jacob Preston, seventh most traded out. He's done a job. Time to go. Uh, and we've spoken a little bit about Clint Gutherson. Guys, super. Preston doesn't have to go. Was it? Was Preston have to go? He's back. Yeah, only had the flu last week. <laughs> you don't have to burn a trade getting out Preston. Seriously, you don't have to. No, you don't. You don't have to burn a trade getting out Preston. You don't, but like if you can turn him into like Payne Haas or Dave Fafita, he's averaging sixty-one. Yeah, mate, I, he's done a wonderful job for me all season. But he just he doesn't have to go. But he's also probably not a bloke you'd rush into playing your seventeen this time of year. 
Don't like it. I <laughs> know, oh, no, I don't mind. I'm just more. I'm thinking if tra- if trades are yeah uh, like something yeah. you want to save. I think Preston's very yeah. very startable. If you're yeah. sitting there with two or three, you're right. If yeah. you're sitting there with two or three trades, yeah, I wouldn't be saying he's not a prize. Yeah, no, no, no. fair, no. fair play. Yeah. Fair Sorry play. to pick you up. <laughs> stick up, for um, boys. Uh, super pod for the run home. Give me a sub five percent option. Do you have, have you done your homework or not? Have we got anyone? I've got someone. Fire. I've got someone from the Roosters. He gen- he generally goes well if Tedesco's going well. Daniel Tupo. Daniel Tupo. Can he do it? Can he get it done? He's he's been a super coach gun in the past. Roosters have a pretty good like month of footy coming up. Mm. He's fairly cheap. Um scored 120, I believe, two weeks ago with a double. Hasn't scored a double other than that all season. Just hasn't been scoring tries. Five forty eight K is very cheap. Hasn't, hasn't scored a lot. So those scored that double, scored one in round sixteen, and didn't have a try. He did miss a chunk of games, but before his double last week, he had one try in like seven games or something. Are they coming. You, you have to expect them to come eventually. I don't know. If I he's sitting equal on the record. So did you see you see last week's game when they yeah. celebrated and started cheering him for the record, and then it got taken away. So oh, had to, had to put him back down. Yeah. Had to put him back down. Yeah. And defend. <laughs> so they, they want him to score. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fair. I, I, I'm just so unconvinced that the Roosters have turned a corner. I think the one thing about it, Desi, is that games against Manly, Dolphins, Eels to a less degree, but then the Tigers, you don't necessarily have to play him against, say, the Bunnies and the Broncos, do you, if you no, get him in? No, definitely not. You would, you would sit him. I mean, I think, yeah, Siver starts very um, – you have to get it right this time of year. So it's the toughest time of yeah. year for it. So, um, yeah, you, you definitely sit your centre wings against top four teams. Yeah, and that's it. I said time and time again, but he could average 40 for the run home, but he could average 80 for your team if you play him in the right games. You mm. have to play him in tough games. Uh, ads, Jay, did you come up with anyone? Mate, I, to be honest, I've been busy in meetings at work, so I haven't... How dare you have I a... I didn't even see the team. How dare you have a career outside of the SC Playbook podcast yeah, sorry, on Tuesday night. Sickening. Yeah. Mate, Sammy Vellamai for me. 572k... He's averaging 72 points on that right wing, bit of a gold mine for the Cowboys. They've got some soft games on the run home. Titans this week, they do have a bye. They've got the Sharkies at one point, the Dolphins. Panthers round 27, if there's potential restings there at the Panthers. Basing 31 per game, attacking upside. It's bold, but the Cowboys are humming and Scott Drinkwater is just putting it on a platter for him. What do you reckon? It's bold. It's bold. I've never even... I mean, with the opposite, I, I've been in meetings today. You've obviously had the entire day to find that because that's, that's um, very bold. But, yeah, he's got two tons. And you're right, the Titans look, uh, the Cowboys look amazing. Yeah, I'm not so doing there's, it, there's but there. if you were after one, yeah. I mean, he's a ripper. Surely you go for Talongi instead, right? No, not necessarily. I, I love Jinky's gun, both. So I love Jinky's left to right passing. I, I, I haven't crunched the numbers, but I feel like that right edge when Jinky's firing is the place to be, not left edge. Especially that they'll often play short to Vale Holmes and just hit him with a crash ball. Uh, I like right edge. Okay. Um, boys, trades, we do have to wrap this up shortly. Places to be, things to do. Uh, but firstly, the SC Playbook podcast has partnered with Better this season, producing markets of our own last week. Nathan Cleary, Brian Toto, Multi fell a bit short of that. Uh, blame Nathan Cleary because Bizzer got over for a try this week. Cody Walker, 60-plus official fantasy points into an Alex Johnston hat-trick. We're going hard on the bunnies this round with the back, uh, Latrell back. Don't have odds for it yet. I'll send it out across social media tomorrow or on Thursday. 
Uh, link to that market will be in our YouTube description and across our socials. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Desi, round 22 trade and skipper plans. What have you got? To be honest, I've only got four trades left, so I'm, I'm kind of looking to hold them this week. But trading out Gutherson to maybe maybe Luchel or I was thinking Cody Walker. It's, a, it's kind of, it seems like a week where you really need to own Cody. Um, he, could, he could pull out a 200. We know he's, he's capable of it. So if you kind of miss Cody's score, he's going to, he, he will crank out a big score in these last, you know, four or five rounds. So. Yeah, I think it's going to be Gutherson to um, Cody Walker. I love it. I, I I would be terrified. I've had Cody for a long time. I'd be terrified not to own Cody for the run home. I think he's a great play. Ad, what are you looking at? Uh, at the moment, I would say Gutho to probably Latrell, and then Max King to Murray. Maxi boy. Yeah, he, he went well the on the weekend, didn't he? He, like he did actually, yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. Uh, but we've got a few troops come back, so hopefully he doesn't have to play those minutes yeah. every week. It's more Max was there as a jewel for me for a little bit. So it would cost me a jewel. I would, I would lose my kind of ability to move fullback, uh, sorry, front rowers and second rowers. But at the same time, I feel like I've got through that buy period You've now. got three front rowers? Yep. Sweet. Yeah. So I think I'm okay. And I think that I feel like then Murray's a much more startable player. Yeah. Mm. Right. And yeah. your skippers? I haven't, haven't even looked at <laughs> Getting to it. <laughs> Desi? Well, I'll probably chuck the VC on, on Cody and captain on Nathan, I'd say. I have two options that I'm tinkering with. Uh, one is, even though he's back playing, just to go peachy straight to Latrell. I said it does concern me, Peachy on the left. I think the right edge got all the ball this week, but he's very, very playable this week, Peachy. Um, the other option I've got is Preston to Latrell. And Torhu Harris to Payne Haas. It cost me that free VC loot, though, that we spoke about, boys. So I need to work out if it's worth doing that. It also cost me that extra... Like, if I can get away with the VC loophole and, you know, Cody or Latrell can go 80 to 100 and I do loop, it also... Like, I save a trade in the process. So I'm probably tempted to lean to just making one trade and getting Latrell in via... Uh, I, th- I think I can actually I can switch Peachy up to the back row so I can get rid of, say, Preston straight to him if I wanted to hold Peachy for this week. Skippers. My C will be Nathan Cleary because I think going at that Chuck's left edge is a gold mine. I don't think it is. Who would you VC out of Cody and Latrell? Because I do fear that Latrell might be an early re- rest candidate in this one if there's any concern around that calf. What do you reckon, Ads? I would VC Latrell. He's yeah. goal kicking. He's just like he's got. He's just can go monster. Keep like, in mind, Co- yeah. Cody. I, mean, I do have the know. free loop though, so it doesn't. Yeah, like, yeah. but yeah. I think I still think uh, Latrell would be less owned than Cody as well. I, you're asking me who I think. I would say well less owned. Latre- I would yeah. I would VC Latrell because I think the guy can go monster. That's what sca- he's, he's a player that would scare me yeah. the most. Not owning him this week with the op- with the matchups. Desi, I'm going Cody. Oh. Um, I, I have the option to bring in Latrell, but I'm actually more scared of Cody. For some reason, I don't know. I just well, he's a gun. Like it's yeah, he, he is a gun. He is a gun. He's he's been in form all season, but so is Latrell. Latrell was in form this season as well. So, but he just hasn't played for so long. That's that's the only issue I have. So, um, yeah, I think VC Cody. They could both go monster in the same they game. Could, like they could absolutely. Yeah, they've done that plenty of times. You know, one's goal king. I, I don't think you really 
It'd be nice VC to have either of them, I reckon. You have yeah. not helped me one bit, lads, but thank you. Mm. Uh, I'll confirm that on the SC Public Q&A podcast on Thursday, boys. A couple of very quick questions before we get out of here. Um, although, no, no, no. We'll go to a question from Mike Rokey, who just can and will ask a good question. Thinking of going Hines to DCE, he's a megapod move. In form, playing his 300 versus the Dragons, will then trade him to SJ. He says has a few play, trades to play. If you've got a few trades to play with, what do you reckon, Desi? DCA, your boy. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do it. Training out Hines is just madness, full stop, and Supercoach. Like, it's – you're just throwing your season down the drain if you trade out Hines. I'm saying that now, like, blanket for the next 10 years, you'll need Nico Hines in your Supercoach team every single week, borderline. Yeah, I, I'm with you, mate. I think – I wouldn't be pulling it. Even with trades, I think there are better ways to utilise it. Even if he does go nuts this weekend, it'd have to be a big score, wouldn't it? Um, boys, question from Anthony Lickiardello. Would you sell Hopgood, even with Lane and RCG both out? Don't know, it goes on a little bit. But I did it last week, boys. He did have the higher break even. He dropped, I think, maybe 40 or 50K ads at the price. And I think probably that the move would be he wants to go to Latrell. So whether you're downgrading to Cam Murray to free up cash or going to the Latrell, what do you think? Hopgood? It's, it's luxury. You have to have a few in the bank, that's for sure. Yeah. I've had Hopgood all year, so he's been, he's been great to me. Oh, but I think if you're saying Hopgood to Murray and that meant you could upgrade to Latrell, mm. fair enough, I can understand that. I can't knock that one. But equally, I'm going to hold Hopgood all year. I'm very happy with that too. He's just been so reliable. Yeah. It's been brilliant. Uh, last question from Nicara. I assume that can, that's only Britain Nicara riding into the show. Big fan, probably. Uh, stacked backs, but have room for one more. Latrell, Munster or Walsh? We've kind of touched on it, but we didn't throw Munster in the fold. Desi, pick one of Trell, Munster or Walsh to bring in this week. I'm going Trell. Ads? Yep, Trell. I'm going trail too. Right, guys, we'll wrap that up for the SC Playbook podcast for NL Supercoach Round 22. Good luck this weekend. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.